Imagine having the life of your dreams. Not temporary cash and glory, but happiness and inner peace. Explore new ways to be a creator and take your own journey into greatness. Is it possible? What does it take to make that happen? It takes the person known for extreme results. He's called the cage breaker and the ultimate catalyst. Coming back from the brink of death and now crushing it for himself and his clients, this is your Ultimate Life Podcast with Kellen Flukiger. All right, welcome here to today's episode of Your Ultimate Life. Today we are on episode 692. Coming up on 700, and I can't wait for the next batch. For the next 12 after this one, I'm going to spend 12 episodes talking about the near-death experience that I had. And I've talked about that before in episodes a long time ago, plus I wrote the book, Meeting God at the Door. But I'm going to do these episodes, on, and I'll tell you why, uh, starting with the next episode, 693. And here's why. I have a, a gal that I have... Uh, employed to help me get on other people's podcasts. And I did it because my commitment this year is to help 10 million people discover, develop, and serve with their divine gifts. That's what I've decided to do. I don't know exactly how I'm going to do that or measure it, but I'm working on that and putting a podcast out. This one, you know, I've got these nearly 700 episodes. That's a little piece of it. One of the things I wanted to do was be on other ep- uh, podcasts. And so we found somebody that knew knew how to do that, and she's done a great job getting me on a bunch. In the process of doing that, um, the the topic of the of dying, the near-death experience, has been really popular and powerful. Most of the episodes have been about mental health and abuse and addictions and those things, but some of the most popular and re-requested ones are about what happened when I died of, of um, pneumonia, both lungs and bloodstream infection and a bunch of stuff in June of 2018, which was four years ago this month. So that's uh, that request and the fact that that has um, been really highly requested and so forth has made me decide to, to do that. So that'll start next episode, and there'll be 12, and it'll be very detailed. It'll be the longest. The longest episode I ever did was an hour, and you know, 15-minute episodes times 12, that's three hours anyway. So it'll be a lot longer than it ever was. I'll give you a lot of detail. And tell you what I learned and how it affects me today. Today's episode is titled, You Have So Much Power. And it's on the heels of yesterday. Yesterday, we talked about what would you change. And Chris, a couple of episodes ago, talked about his bout with illness and the struggles that it caused him and the work that he's had to do and how it's made him more powerful and strong, more convinced and convicted. And I can certainly echo that with the struggles that I've gone through. And I know right now, here's what I would like you to do. Think for a moment about the most difficult things that have happened to you. They have made you stronger. You have, uh, you, you're through them, I think. Or maybe you're still in the middle and it's still making you stronger, Right. In the middle, sometimes we might complain, we might be bitter, and we might rail on whoever did stuff to us or the divine for letting things happen or why me and all the rest. I've never found that attitude helping. I've never found it to fix anything. I've never even really found it to make me feel better. might for a moment, I scream my brains out or something, but it never really worked. 
What I've decided to do is lean into every growth opportunity, even the most difficult ones. And that's a euphemism for saying, not complain, look for the pony in the pile of horse poop, choose to find the blessing. I have a song that I wrote called Find the Rainbow in the Rain. Rainbow in the Rain is the name of it, and if you want to listen to it, it's on Spotify. Rainbow in the Rain. And it talks about a choice. We can hide from the rain, get angry about it, be frustrated, or we can make a choice to find the rainbow in the rain, regardless of how bad the rain is or anything else. So that's what I want to invite you to think about. We had... uh, you know, a couple of episodes ago, Chris's story yesterday, I concluded, and I have repeatedly concluded, I wouldn't change anything, even the terrible, hard things that I've been through. And it was funny, I yesterday was Father's Day, and I had the opportunity to visit with one of my boys, and we were talking about his sets of struggles and my sets of struggles in life, and he just had a big milestone birthday. He was 30 yesterday. He said the same thing. He said, you know, I've been through this, 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 and he listed a bunch of stuff. He said, I wouldn't change any of it because it's made me who I am. And that is the truth. You are divine and you are designed to struggle and work. So am I. In that process, we're designed to use our divine gifts to serve each other. We're designed to love and serve one another. We're, de- we're designed to grow through that process. That is what creating the ultimate life's about. Now, the definition we always have is a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy that you create by serving with your divine gifts. So the author and architect of this whole plan designed it to be hard, gave us gifts to get through. All of the encouragement and help we need to do that is available, even though sometimes we get mad and we won't listen and we sort of scream at the divine saying, how come it isn't this? How come you won't fix this? How come you allowed that? I have never found that that kind of screaming fixes anything, although I've done my share of it. And, uh, you know, I have words in a different song that said, I stood there shaking my fist at the sky. The silence above me was deafening. Right? And I wrote it that way because, you know, it never did anything. So here's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the power you have. Now, when you're in a difficult situation, <clears throat> I just had a conversation with a coaching client earlier today in a difficult situation, needing to make a difficult decision. And <clears throat> here's what I noticed in that conversation, and I've noticed it a lot in my own life. When I focus on what I cannot change, I feel helpless and hopeless. I get frustrated and feel negative and shake my fist at the sky. That kind of stuff happens. Okay, and it's not surprising if you stand back and you say, well, if you can't change it, no wonder it's frustrating. But we do anyway, and here's how we know we're doing that. They should something. They shouldn't have something. Why did this happen? And all those things have nothing to do with something we've done. It's that, act of God, act of someone else, bad luck, whatever you want to call it. And our focus is on railing or raging Maybe, maybe both, about and against that thing. Well, there's no harm in grieving and being sad that something's happened or being frustrated or hurt if something's happened to you. But the opportunity is to shorten that. If you focus, here's what I can promise you from my own experience and clients. If you focus on what you can't change, you're going to be miserable, stymied, frustrated, feel defeated, and you might give up. 
Okay, well, that's not a good path. We've all been down that path any number of times with things that have happened, right? I have, you have, and we learn that over and over again, focusing on someone else's behavior. They should this, they should that. How come they can't over and over and over again? Never changes anything. No one ever runs around feeling bad because we said so. It does exactly nothing. So my invitation to myself and you is to never again, not even for one minute, focus on what you cannot change. If you're not sure something seems difficult and you think you might be able to change it, you know, I'm not saying discard your ability to affect change. Of course not. Use every ounce of energy and love and power that you have to affect good changes. But railing on things you cannot change or raging about someone else's use of their ability to choose, their agency, their choice, the gift of choice they have, is is a waste of time. So redirect all that energy on what you can change. The serenity prayer, you know, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I can't change. The courage to change the things I can. The wisdom to know the difference. There's real power in that. Courage to change the things I can. So that brings me to the second point I wanted to talk about. Today, the first one was focusing on what you can't change or what you can. And the second one is the idea of frustration or opportunity. Now, even, let's, I mean, we already understand that focusing on things we can't change is automatic frustration. There's little opportunity unless we really can change it, and then it's not in that category. Category, but even if even if you focus on things you can change or you believe you can change, you still have a choice, frustration or opportunity. <clears throat> so let's think about what that means. If you if you're angry, negative, or living in fear, <clears throat> fear is the lowest emotional state. Like there's dead, and then the next thing right above that is fear. Fear gives birth to every other negative emotion. That's my experience. But anyway, if you, even, even if you're focusing on the things you could change, if you look at them with fear, if you say, I know I could do something about this, I don't think I can, oh, and there's that energy of defeatism, or if there's the energy of why do I even have to do this? It's not fair. And yes, you can do that. You can fix that thing. It's not fair. I shouldn't have to shovel this pile of dirt. I'm making that up, of course. I shouldn't have to do this thing. It's not fair. It's not right. It's not my responsibility. But you know that if you do it, you can affect some kind of useful change. That is focusing on something you can change, but doing it to create frustration. There's a lot of medical studies that show that the neurotransmitters created by um, stress, frustration, negativity, anger, they actually kill us. They're corrosive, and if if we live with a lot of low-level stress and anxiety for a long time, you live a lot less, like several years less, because the chemicals are corrosive. The other way to look at uh, things you can change, now that's the category we're in, things you can change, is not whether or not it's your job, it's not whether or not it's fair, it's not whether or not you want to even, it is an opportunity now, the opportunity has several layers. You can have an opportunity to examine your attitude. Why am I angry about this? It is what it is. Why am I frustrated? I could choose to be 
in love. I could choose to be in a place of love and kindness. I could choose to be in a place of service. I could choose to be in a place of giving. I could choose to be in a place of thinking about what someone else is going through in this very moment and then serving them. I could do that. Wow, I could do that, but I'd rather be frustrated. I'd rather be angry. I'd rather point out all the injustice reasons why this shouldn't have happened and why it's not my job to fix and I don't care. I can point out all the reasons why I'm going to stomp off and leave the mess. Or you could say, this is an opportunity. It's an opportunity for me to serve, an opportunity for me to sacrifice, an opportunity to lift and bless someone else's life. Now, I don't know about you, and I've done both. I've absolutely done both those things. When I look at things in a negative way, even things I can do, look at it with frustration, obligation, I don't want to, da-da-da-da-da, I don't experience happiness. I don't experience that ultimate life, purpose, prosperity, and joy by serving with my divine gifts. On the other hand, when I do, when I on purpose say, I'm going to look at this as an opportunity. What can I create here? Who can I bless here? How can I lift a life? I I said, I think it was in the last episode about, or a couple ago, my personal truth and commitment that I, a little piece of it that I'm focusing on right now, which says, I conceive and complete every thought and action to serve. Well, then I'm choosing on purpose to look at everything as an opportunity to serve. Now, everybody, you might be thinking, well, that's just totally the opposite of every person for themselves and what's in it for me and all the rest of the doctrine you hear preached all the time by media and by lots of just incessant, the expectation, what's in it for me? I get, well, I'm inviting you to consider that's wrong if you want the ultimate life. It's not helpful. It's not functional. It, it, we are happier. When we choose to take those opportunities to grow, to serve, to love, to bless. Now, the last piece I wanted to talk about is, I have a little a trio of words, curiosity, creation, and service. When I look at things with a sense of obligation, okay, i got to help. Like I have an opportunity in the church, uh, the church I belong to, to serve. I was asked to work in the young men's program. And that's with the, the youth that are ages 12 and 13, the young men that are ages 12 and 13, and 14 and 15. So 12 through 15, I have an opportunity to serve. If I look at the weekly activities or the Sunday stuff with a negative feeling like, oh, i got to do this, even though I can do something and it's my opportunity to serve, I don't, I'm not very creative. If, on the other hand, I get curious, huh, I wonder what I can do here. I wonder if I can make sure all the boys get involved. I wonder if I can make sure each one learns something or has fun. I wonder how I can help them be leaders and run this activity. If I get curious about that, then things reveal themselves. Ideas come, okay? If I then take those, take that curiosity about the situation and dive into what can I create here that's valuable? What can I do here that really will serve? as, again, the opportunity. So I get curious about what's possible, and then I just simply make a choice, and this is all choosing. Curiosity is a choice. Creation from a place of curiosity is a choice. What, how, how can I do this? What can we create here that's fun, that's engaging, that teaches a lesson about how we get along and about how we serve each other and about you know, the values of the, of the church and their families and stuff? If I get curious about that and then I decide I'm going to create that from a place of opportunity and willing service, my experience with the whole thing is completely different. 
when I look at it from obligation and it's taking my time and that, then it's resentful, it's negative, my creativity is low. Now, that's a tiny example with some particular service in the church. But it is true in every circumstance. So no matter what happens to you, whether you have necrotizing fasciitis, like our friend a couple of episodes ago did, or some other health challenge, or whether you have relationship challenges, or anything else, your opportunity is to get curious. What can I create here? What is my opportunity to serve in this moment, given this circumstance? Not ideal, not what I wanted, not, 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 yeah, I don't care. I'm inviting you to consider your opportunity as a possibility to joy. The ultimate life's about creating a life of purpose, prosperity, and joy, and we're built to serve. So what if your purpose is, I'm going to find a way to serve in every circumstance, even when something didn't go right for me? What if that's a choice? What if that's something to consider? What I've discovered is purpose comes, my heart is full, prosperity comes, people hire me for the work I need, and I have joy, unbounded joy, every day. And that's not counting the fact that I'm married to joy. But I have joy in my soul and my heart because of what's going on. I invite you to consider this. You have such power. You can create infinite results. You really can. You're a divine being, a creation of the divine, and you have infinite power. And the dance to access it is in your head and in your heart. Lean in. Choose to take that action and create your ultimate life. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope that you take it deeply into your heart and decide for yourself how you can create anything you desire. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. As always, we'd love to hear your feedback and topic suggestions. Until tomorrow, this is Your Ultimate Life with host Kellen Flukiger. Stand